Do you have a favorite NFL player that wore jersey number 78? Well, we have plenty for you to choose from as we go through the most substantial players in NFL history that wore jersey number 78 and we come up with a top 10 list. And it's all coming up in just one moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com, and welcome to the Pig Pen, your football by number series. Jersey number 78 is our jersey of the day, and we are sure glad that you joined us on this great journey of some awesome football players that wore jersey number 78, and we have a lot of them. And we're going to start off where we always do the Pro Football Hall of Fame's list. Well, the Pro Football Hall of Fame tells us that wearing the jersey number 78 enshrined players at the Pro Football Hall of Fame are Bobby Bell, Curly Culp, Stan Jones, Anthony Munoz, Art Shell, Jackie Slater, Bruce Smith. Now those are just some fantastic names of uh, football history, uh, some great big men in the game. And uh, they don't get any better than when you start off with Anthony Munoz. Now he came into the league in 1980, played all the way through the 1992 season, all of them with the Cincinnati Bengals, and what a great offensive tackle Anthony Munoz was. Now, Munoz, if you are listening to this on the release date of August 19th, well, he's celebrating a birthday on August 19th. We have him in our football history headlines. And just some notes from that, you know, he came in as six foot six, 278-pound offensive tackle for the Bengals. And he started at both college football and at baseball at Southern Cal. And in fact, he pitched on USC's 1978 national championship team, considered one of the best linemen ever to play in a generation. Uh, you know, Munoz, when he got into the pros, drafted as the third overall selection by the Bengals, started 184 of 185 games that he dressed for in 11 consecutive Pro Bowls, NFL Offensive Lineman of the Year three different times. You know, Anthony Munoz, what can you say about this guy? Just a fantastic player. And besides all that, he was a nine-time All-Pro, All-NFL uh, 1980s decade team. He was also the 1991 NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, So just some fantastic uh, data from him. Don't have a lot of statistics because he was an offensive tackle, but we can tell you that Cincinnati had a very powerful run game and the left side for those quarterbacks of the Bengals was very well protected. Kenny Anderson, Boomer Esiason, and uh, company got a lot of enjoyment having a big man that they could count on like Munoz over on that left side, just uh, you know, securing all uh, defenders from coming in and uh, giving them a lot of hassle, if you know what I mean. So I guess the next one on our list we want to talk about is Bruce Smith. Now, Bruce Smith, another tremendous athlete, basically from that same era, came in in 1985 with the Buffalo Bills, 
stayed with the team till 1999, and then from the years 2000 through 2003, he was a Washington Redskin. And uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame just has some great things to say about him. Well, first of all, by their records, the NFL's records, he is the all-time leading sack uh record holder he had 200 sacks exactly and that's only statistics from 1982 forward and uh but you know his career started in 1985 so his full career is on display 200 sacks in his career you know 19 seasons with the bills and the redskins combined and his speed and strength made him one of the most feared defensive ends in the modern game well that is totally true because this this cat could get off the ball and get after a, a quarterback or a running back you know taking him down like a cheetah on an antelope because he was fast he was quick with his hands had great footwork great handwork and uh, could battle with uh, many, any of the, the big men that, that he was a, in opposition with. Um, you know, there's even times where uh, he, he battled against Anthony Munoz that we just talked about. I'm sure they had some epic battles. I know that I can remember watching a few of those because those were two of the premier players in the game. Uh, he was the AFC Defensive Rookie of the Year in 1985 and went on to be named as the NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 1990 and 1996 and the AFC Defensive Player of the Year in 87, 88, 90, and 96. Talk about dominance. He was also, you know, all first team pro all pro honors nine times and played in 11 pro bowl games uh tremendous athlete uh 1990 ap defensive player of the year uh who can just say anything more about the great bruce smith those played on those four consecutive super bowl teams with the buffalo bills and just a, just a powerhouse and uh that's why we're going to put the Munoz and Bruce Smith one and two on our list because they were just that tremendously good. And I think uh, the next guy we're going to talk about is another great offensive lineman, and that is Art Shell. Uh, you know, Art Shell. He's you know another Hall of Famer, uh, eight Pro Bowls, two times as an All Pro, two Super Bowl championship rings. He has all 1970s a decade team for the Hall of Fame. Oakland Raiders, his entire career, well, I guess all but one year, then he was an L.A. Raider in 1982, but 1968 all the way to 1982. And I believe that uh, he was on, well, no, he, he had two Super Bowls, uh, but he played in three different decades. He did, that was uh, Gene Upshaw that had the three Super Bowl rings in three different decades. But, you know, Archell, just a tremendous tackle, uh, really anchored the line for the, the Oakland Raiders, you know, kept... Uh, you know, like we talked about Munoz keeping those uh, Bengals quarterbacks upright. Well, he definitely Art Shell kept, you know, Daryl LaMonica and Kenny Stabler and others upright uh, during their careers and blocked for some tremendous running backs as well. Um, just, uh, you know, like we said, not a whole lot of statistics that we can show for them, but we can tell you he is one of our top 10 players and he is going on our list as an automatic bid as our third player on our list. Let's stop right there for just a moment and hear a word from our sponsor, Row One Brand. 
At the Sports History Network, we're all about sports yesteryear, and so we're so pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings your sports history to life anywhere. The Row One Gallery includes over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, advertisements, and more in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. And any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. And in Row One Shop, check out the thousands more of unique Unique items with a retro and historical designs dating back to 1876, including t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, phone cases, mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com, R-O-W number one, for access to the full Row One catalog and for gallery prints and gift items, plus get a 15% discount off all prints on the Row One Pictorum Gallery with coupon code SHN15. Follow the link on the show notes. Tell you how great Row One brand is, and uh, it truly is. You can see all their great artwork there on the Pictorum Gallery that uh, you can put on your wall, on your coffee cups, your pillows, just about anything you want. Uh, great for the sports fan, great for the football fan. Some really cool stuff there. Great artwork, Row One brand. Take advantage of that 15% discount off today. Uh, let's now go to our next player we want to talk about, and that is Jackie Slater, another Hall of Fame player, wore jersey number 78 for many, many years uh, with the Los Angeles and, at the end, St. Louis Rams. 1976, he came in in L.A., played there till 1994 when they moved. And in the 1995 season, of course, he played just one game in St. Louis as a St. Louis Ram uh, in 95 season. So uh, let's uh, take a little bit about what he's all about. Slater was, of course, a, a tackle and a guard, uh, mostly played uh, right tackle for the Los Angeles Rams and their prolific running game that they had during his career. And he, uh, just a great blocker, uh, made it to seven Pro Bowl games. Never was an All-Pro, which is surprising to me. I was really shocked when I saw that. But seven Pro Bowls, you know, in the Hall of Fame, 211 starts and 259 games played. And what a great performer uh, Jackie Slater was. You can always remember him with those big Ram helmets. And, uh, you know, he looked like a, a giant Ram with the, those helmets coming at you and taking on blockers of all sorts on that uh, great offensive line that the Rams had. I can remember in Super Bowl XIV uh, what a great and dominant blocker he was against the Steel Curtain, uh, nullified most of the pass rush for much of the game uh, from the, his side, from that right side. So, uh, yeah, very formidable blocker and another great player that is going on our list as our number four player, Hall of Famer Jackie Slater. Now, our next player we want to go to is Curly Culp. And we've talked about Curly a few other times on the program. Now, he wore the number 78 for seven seasons. He's the least of our least amount of time worn 78 of our Hall of Famers. But seven years is uh, nothing to sneeze at. That's a good amount of time. But he's a defensive tackle, nose tackle, guard that played on the 1968 Kansas City Chiefs team and was with the Kansas City Chiefs all the way to 1974 midseason. He was traded, I believe, to Houston Oilers Played with them from 74 through the 70 and through the 1980 season, and then went to the Detroit Lions for 1980 and 1981 seasons. Seven years in Kansas City, seven in Houston, two years in Detroit. And, uh, you know, the 78 was seven of those seasons, and the number 78 was during his Houston Oilers uh, 
contact. So those were his seven years there. And uh, while he was wearing the 78, he was a nose tackle for the Oilers. And he had 68 and a half sacks in his career. You know, from a nose tackle and defensive tackle, that's not too shabby. Six Pro Bowls, one time as an All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl championship. That was with Kansas City uh, back in the early 70s. And also was an AFL champion with Kansas City. So some great uh, play they got out of him. 179 games he played. And Curly Culp is uh, definitely another one that's going to go right on our list. Fifth player of our 10 that we have on here. And going to next, well, let's talk about Bobby Bell. Because Bobby Bell is another very formidable player that played in the NFL. And his position was linebacker, defensive end. So one of those sort of what we would call, you know, an edge rusher. He had 40 sacks in his career, 134, I'm sorry, 168 games. Uh, came in with the Kansas City Chiefs 1963. Stayed with them through the 74 season as their left linebacker. A lefty from his first year. Nine Pro Bowl, six times as an All-Pro, Super Bowl championship, two AFL championships, and he was on the all-1970s decade team in the NFL. A great player, um, and like we said, he had 40 sacks during his career unofficially because uh, those were all before the sacks were official. And that's uh, John Turney and Nick Webster giving us those stats on Pro Football Reference website. So yeah, another great uh, performer there, but the nine Pro Bowls cannot be denied. Jack, or Bobby Bell is going on our list as our sixth player on that. Now the last Hall of Famer we'll talk about, well, that's Stan Jones. And it's not he's not last because he's least, I'll tell you, because this man was very formidable as well. Now, he was a guard, a defensive tackle, and a tackle in the era of two-way players. 1954, he was a Chicago Bear and stayed with them through the 1965 season, played one final season in Washington in 1966. So 12 years as a Bear, one as a Redskin. Uh, 78, though, he wore his entire time during Chicago, he wore number 73 as a Redskin. So we're really talking about him as a Bear. He had 14 sacks during his career, unofficially. Again, before the uh, 1982 NFL official stat. Uh, 157 games. Well, But listen to this. Seven Pro Bowls. Three times as an All-Pro. An NFL championship on his resume. Well, that is all pretty strong numbers. And I wish we had the tackles and stuff, but they really can't get them for that era. And But Stan Jones, very formidable player, very substantial player, very good player number 78 in the NFL, 12 seasons with the jersey, and he is going to be our seventh player on the list. So now we have, so that's our seven. All seven Hall of Famers made it onto the list, and now we have to go into some some other great players that played the game that are not yet in the Hall of Fame, let's call them. And uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is Mike Ken. Now, Mike was a tackle that played for the Atlanta Falcons from 1978 all the way to 1994. He made it into five Pro Bowls. He was a two-time All-Pro. Wore 78 his entire career. 251 starts in 251 games. So started every game that he dressed for. Uh, very good as a left tackle uh, for those uh, great uh, Bartkowski-era Falcons teams. Uh, mostly as who he blocked for. But uh, yeah, just a very good player. And you got five Pro Bowls and two All-Pros. So we will definitely be take, keeping an eye on Mr. Ken. Uh, Richmond Webb, another great uh, offensive tackle to talk about. You know, Miami Dolphins fame. 
I uh, played with the Dolphins for most of his career. 1990 came in the league with the Dolphins all the way through 2000. Two final years as a Cincinnati Bengal, 2001-2002. This man was the all-1990s decade team. Seven Pro Bowls, two times as an All-Pro. And I think Richmond Webb may be getting his name called for a gold jacket here one year real soon. And 11 seasons wearing that number 78. Uh, I mean to mention uh, 17 seasons for Mike Ken. But he's another one that uh, very much so we want to keep a close eye look, uh, a close eyeball on eye look. Um, so we'll keep an eye on him for the end. Because uh, remember, we only have uh, three spots. Bruce Armstrong, another strong contender. Tackle and guard. Uh, played with the New England Patriots his entire career, 1987, all the way through the 2000 season. Just missed out on those great uh, championship teams of the of the uh, Patriots. Uh, 78 his entire career, 212 games started and 212 games played. Another one started every game he dressed for. Um, six-time Pro Bowler. So another strong contender uh, for the number 78 list. And like I said, we only have three spots of these guys we're talking about. Walt Sweeney, another fantastic player that uh, came up through the ranks of the NFL as a guard. Uh, San Diego Charger, 1963 in the AFL, and stayed there through the 73 season. Two final seasons in Washington, 74 and 75. Uh, 78 his entire career. Nine Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, one AFL championship. Walt Sweeney, another one we're going to be really talking quite a bit at the end here and doing some uh, wrestling and things like that to get him on there. Tarek Green, uh, another fantastic name from football history, tackle and a guard from Indianapolis Colts, 1997, all the way through 2006 season. He had three Pro Bowls and one-time Super Bowl championship uh, with the um, Colts organization, uh, that Peyton Manning team. He was one of Peyton's blockers. And... uh, Tarek, you know, three Pro Bowls. I'm not sure he has an outside chance, but I'm not sure he's going to get on there with uh, some of these superstars that have these big-time Pro Bowl and uh, all-pro seasons that they had. Uh, But another guy that we do want to talk about is Carl Hairston, and he was a Philadelphia Eagle from 1976 through 1983, then joined the Cleveland Browns organization uh, for six years, 84 through uh, 89 and then went back to I'm sorry went to Phoenix in 1990 so eight years with Philadelphia six with Cleveland one with Phoenix and this man uh, you know very solid defensive end defensive tackle linebacker could play multiple positions uh, wore 78 for the majority of his career except for with Washington Cleveland and Philadelphia he was number 78 96 sacks in his career so nothing to sneeze at here but no all pros and no pro Bowls or Carl Harrison, and uh, but a very significant player indeed, and uh, we will remember him in our me- uh, great memories of number 78s. John Dutton is another one we want to talk about. Defensive tackle, defensive end, Baltimore Colts, 1974 through the 1978 season, and then spent nine years with the Dallas Cowboys beyond that uh, from 1979 to 1987. And 
This man had 73 sacks in his career, 185 games he started, three Pro Bowls, one time as an All-Pro. Uh, John Dutton, another one with some uh, great uh, resume of uh, all pros and Pro Bowls that we'll keep an eye on here. Uh, Doug English is probably another one we can put in that same category because Doug, you know, very substantial NFL player, defensive tackle, nose tackle, Detroit Lions from 1975 all the way to 1985 and 78 his whole career. Four Pro Bowls, one-time All-Pro, and in his career, 55 and a half sacks from that uh, middle position on the defensive line, which is very good. Um, so another great uh, player here that we'll have to keep our eye on as we get into the deliberations. How about Keith Van Horn? Another's a name from the past. I mean, who can v- forget that gentleman? He uh, was quite a football player, great tackle. For the Chicago Bears, 1981 all the way through the 1993 season, played on that great 85 Bears team, blocked for Walter Payton for much of his career, won the Super Bowl championship in 85, but did not have any Pro Bowls or All-Pro seasons, but started 169 games of 186 he dressed for, a uh, great player, Keith Van Horn. Um, another one, uh, Matt Burke. And here's a guy that uh, just recently played up till a few years ago. And, you know, Matt Burke, a great the long career he had. He played center, and he started off in 1998 with the Minnesota Vikings, played with them for 10 seasons. His last four years, 2009 through 2012, he was a Baltimore Raven and uh, won the Super Bowl with the Ravens, uh, made it to six Pro Bowls in his career. He's a 2011 Walter Payton Man of the Year. And, uh, you know, just a, a great competitor, and he wore that number 78 for... 10 seasons during his career. Um, very, very good player. Uh, Matt Lepsis is uh, our next one we we're going to talk about. Another fantastic number 78 in NFL history. Played tackle. Played with the Denver Broncos 1998 through 2007. Shorter career. Super Bowl championship. No All-Pros. No Pro Bowls. But a great player. Although same uh, Dwight White. Uh, here we go. One of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Famed steel curtain players in the 1970s. Uh, wore 78 his entire career. It was a Steelers' entire career, 71 through 1980. 55 and a half sacks, 126 games, two Pro Bowls, four Super Bowl rings. I'm not, no, don't know if that's going to give him enough to uh, get him into our, our conversation here at the end, but definitely a great player all the same. Jim Dunaway is another one, sort of that same category. You hear all these great nostalgic names, but this man has quite a bit on his resume. Buffalo Bills, 1963 through 1971, played on the 72 Dolphins. That rings a bell for something great, huh? Nine years of Buffalo, one with Miami. So he has four Pro Bowls, one-time All-Pro, two AFL championships with the the, uh, Buffalo Bills. Then, at 72, that one season with the Dolphins, undefeated uh, season and won the Super Bowl. So four Pro Bowls, one-time All-Pro. Jim Dunaway, another one that we're going to have to really think about here because he had some played on some great teams in those uh, 60s and early 70s. Uh, Ryan Clady, uh, another great uh, tackle that played ball. He uh, played for the Denver Broncos also 2008 through 2014 and then one final season 2016 as a New York Jet. Four Pro Bowls, two All-Pro seasons. Uh, just another fantastic one to... Uh, think about here. Uh, Darius McCord is another one we want to 
Oh, these names are just uh, so famous and so substantial into our realm that we were talking about here. Detroit Lions from 1955 all the way to 1967. Uh, one Pro Bowl, one NFL championship. Uh, Darius McCord, another great ball player in NFL history. Um, I think uh, you know, Bubba Smith. We, got, we definitely got to talk about Bubba Smith. Uh, just for he, he was a very famous name in football, also acting, defensive end, defensive tackle. Baltimore Colts, 1967 through 1971. Had knee injury in 72, missed the season. Oakland Raiders, 73, 74, and then a Houston Oilers, 75 and 76. He had 52 and a half sacks in his career. He was in two Pro Bowls, one time All Pro. An NFL champion with the Colts in uh, those early 1970s, Super Bowl five, I believe. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, before the Super Bowl, he uh, won. That was in the 60s. He won the Super Bowl championship, Super Bowl five, and he lost the Super Bowl as well, uh, when Super Bowl three. So, another tremendous competitor. We got into acting after that, uh, but wore 78 for what was it, five seasons. So another one we would definitely want to. Uh, remember here and uh, that's pretty much it there are some other great names on here you know Max Starks John Hand Hollis Thomas um, Bob Newton uh, Robert Brown Steve Riley that we want to mention Tim Johnson John Stinchcomb um, tremendous competitors Jack Conklin um, just some great players there but we have to choose three more because we put all seven of our Hall of Famers on the list so I'm going to say, here's our, our competition that we're going to deliberate about. Mike Ken, Richmond Webb, Walt Sweeney, uh, Jim Dunaway, and Ryan Clady. Those are our names that uh, really had the, the all pros. You know, we did also talk strongly about you know Bruce Armstrong and Tarek Ter- uh, Glenn, Carl Harrison, uh, John Dutton, Doug English, Keith Van Horn, Matt Burke, Dwight White, and Darius McCord, as well as Bubba Smith. Uh, but I think uh, those uh, four gentlemen we talked about, those are the ones that's coming down for the three positions. And I think we're going to put Richmond Webb on as our eighth player. And I'd like to say Mike Ken will be our ninth player on the list. And, oh, uh, boy, I think you got to put give uh, Ryan Clady the – I'm sorry, Jim Dunaway the edge here for that tenth spot with uh, what he did because he had those uh, – those four Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl championship, two AFL championships. You know, you can't, I don't think you can deny him from being on that list. So there's our top 10. Go in order here. Bubba Smith, Anthony Munoz, um, Art Shell, Jackie Slater, Curly Culp, Bobby Bell, Stan Jones, Richmond Webb, Mike Ken, and Jim Dunaway, your top 10 greatest number 78s in NFL history. Uh, we are glad that you joined us today. I uh, hope you'll join us for our next episode. Of course, we'll go into 79s and then on into the 80s. We're getting right around the bend, heading for home. Um, so we're having some great times with this, and we're getting a lot of support from you, and we appreciate your listening. We appreciate you uh, li- reading on the blog post on pigskindispatch.com. If you have any questions, think we missed somebody, got somebody wrong out of sequence, well, you can email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com, and we will try to look at that and correct it on a future episode uh we'll take everything in consideration we'll answer each and every email uh make sure you check us out sportshistorynetwork.com we're one of 20 some podcasts on there just bringing us great sports history every day and of course our website pigskindispatch.com portal to positive football history uh 
look us up on there as well. So, you know, here's your assignment. Give us an email, pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about this list. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.